Retirement distribution strategies can be daunting for many retirees to navigate. However, with professional guidance, these strategies can help eliminate worrying about your retirement savings and help make sure you don't run out of money. Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. Welcome in to Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping. Hello, you're at the right place for a great discussion on proper retirement strategies, your powerful legacy radio with Christina Ping Kepperling, author of the book, The Retirement Train. Christina is CEO of the firm Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. And I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins. Hello, Christina. Hi, Dave. Great to be here with you always. As always, it's great to be here. I'm ready to dig in. You've got, as as always, great information uh, for us. Let's start with the take on the economy and where we are and where we could go. Uh, Jamie Dimon is CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, and he sat down with Fox Business host Maria Bartiromo, and who got his thoughts on the current state of the economy and where he thinks it's headed. But both in April, October, and today, I'll tell you, the things that you, there are these things out there which are very uncertain. And when I look at uncertainty, there's always uncertainty. Every day of every life is uncertainty, but it's heightened. And it's heightened because of Russia, Ukraine, oil, uh, energy, food, uh, quantitative tightening. You know, is it going to be enough to raise rates to 5%? And this is having a huge effect on smaller countries, poor nations, uh, those who are reliant on importing oil and gas. And I think those uncertainties may very well mitigate and we'll end up with that kind of Goldilocks mild recession, but they may not. So I, I'm still in the cautious side in this one. Well, not very definitive. What do you think, Christina? Well, I think that we do need to just be aware. I do agree that, yes, I mean, there's just a, a heightened concern and that things are volatile right now. I mean, there's no way to really put your thumb on it and say this is exactly what's going on. But just pay attention. Do what's best for you and your household, and I think everything's going to be okay. It is all about getting in control of your financial life. There's some things we can't control, geopolitical events, uh, the overall economy, but we can control our financial lives. And uh, certainly to work with a professional like Christina uh, gives you a leg up on that, I think. And we're going to look at some strategies, getting your yourself in place for a good, strong retirement and some things certainly to do, uh, certainly paying off at least bad debt. Get that paid off before you retire. Oh, yes. Your working life is the very best time to pay off your debts and make sure that you can meet your future goals. So if you're about to retire in the next year or so, debt elimination should be one of your core priorities. So be it a mortgage, personal loan, credit card balances, or any other loans, then you can create a debt repayment plan to become as debt-free as possible. Now, Dave, I'm seeing a lot of retirees that are out there and they still have mortgages. Is mm-hmm. this a bad idea? Well, first off, what if your mortgage rate is less than 3%, but overall mm-hmm. you're earning 5 6% of a yield mm-hmm. in your investments? You actually are leaving points on the table if you're throwing that money toward the interest on the mortgage instead of earning oh, the That's interest. true. That's a good point. It really is. I mean, and I guess, you know, you help your clients uh, assess their their debt and what and and attach strategies to it. Uh, yeah, bad debt like credit card debt. There's no need to assess that. Just get rid of it. Um, speaking of assessing, when you look at retirement spending needs, what you really need to do uh, to have an idea uh, of the strategies to lay out for you in building an income 
How far out do you look? I mean, I know you obviously look at the first, the immediate uh, retiring period. Uh, how far out do you look on that, or can you? Well, first off, I want to throw in there that you should be very realistic. <laughs> I think that if you are yeah. not taking that time to sit down and just do a good old-fashioned budget, see exactly what is going out the door and what's coming in, you need to make sure and get that done. Now, all of the extras, we'll get to that in just a second. That's something that you need to project out for the things that you want, but the things that you need right now, sit down, take a pen and paper and just get to it. What are those needs that you have every single month and make sure that those are taken care of before you leave your job? If you don't, this could be just disastrous. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it certainly can. And, and to be prepared as best as possible, should you, before you retire, Christina, practice retirement spending and the, you know, it, it, and do a little test drive on it. <laughs> I love hearing people talk about practicing for retirement. I've got a gentleman that's actually <laughs> coming into my firm this next week. He's been on quote unquote vacation, just spending down the vacation days. That's the way it works at his place of employment. And so he actually has to use all of those. It's a use it or lose it. So mm -hmm. he's using them all and won't be retiring for a little bit longer. And he's coming back in. We're going to get things wrapped up, but he's just been practicing on that spending. We sat down with him and set the budget of what he needs to make sure and stick to. And as long as he can stick to that for a couple of months, he thinks he's going to be ready to go ahead and make the jump. He didn't really put in the notice yet. Technically, that's not the way that works. So mm -hmm. we'll see how it goes. But I think practicing retirement is good. You know, take an extended vacation or leave of absence. Make sure you can stick to that budget. But on down the road, make sure that whoever the professional is that you're working with is factoring in inflation your taxes, your health care, all of these very important components, even if you're not worried about them technically. I had a gentleman in my office. He said, I'm not even worried about inflation. If I want to go back home, I can live on almost nothing. That is awesome. Yeah. But he's an anomaly. Most people are he worried must own about chickens. inflation. <laughs> must have chickens, yes. They're in that egg craze. <laughs> right. Uh, wow. You know, I, I understand, but you do have to, and most certainly have to factor in inflation. We're, we're looking at getting you prepared for retirement with Christina Ping Kepperling, something she does every day with her clients. 800-832-1100 to reach out to Christina. And that's a call or a text. If you text keyword powerful, that's all you have to text. 800-832-1100. Well, it's in the name of your firm, Christina, Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. I know it's different for everyone, but there could be some things that are standard uh, as far as uh, preparing them for the kind of insurance coverage overall that they would need. Well, when you think about insurance, probably the first thing that comes to your mind is going to be insuring your large items like your home or your automobile, mm -hmm. maybe even your life, life insurance. Well, one of the very best ways to make sure that you are insured properly is to make sure that you are insured against unplanned financial damages and losses. So a lot of times this is going to be something that it's not normally foreseen. And meeting with a professional and talking about what those risks are, this protects your family from financial issues and problems even when you are no more here. And one of the things that I know a lot of people don't really like to talk about is what about when I'm not here? What about if I have a major health disaster? What if, what if, what if? Mm -hmm. Those are really uncomfortable conversations for some people, and that's okay. I have a formula that I help you get this taken care of. This is what I do every day. I know you're only talking about it once, 
but I talk about it all day, every day. I love insurance. It's a very, very small investment for something that protects against an absolute major catastrophe. I mean, we wouldn't imagine walking around without health insurance. You know, that's what Medicare is for in retirement. You wouldn't imagine just hoping that you would never go in the hospital. Chances are that you will. Mm-hmm. I mean, you spend 90% of your medical expenses in the last 30% of your life. So that's a really big deal. We yeah, want to make sure and hedge against that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Being prepared for that retirement certainly can be a, a long phase. And yeah, you're right. It, towards the end of it, um, you could be needing some type of assisted living or long-term care. That's all part of that conversation with Christina. And and I know your goal is strategies that can make it so your clients, if they go back to work, it's by choice, whether they just like to supplement their income or, or they're bored <laughs> for whatever reason. Uh, and I guess that's something to at least consider a part-time job it is you just hit that nail on the head you know if they're bored or they just you know want to make sure and have a little bit of extra um i've i know some retirees that go back to work just because they have nothing to do then i've got some that they have something that they want to do that wasn't originally in their budget like they want to purchase a classic car or something fun Mm -hmm. like that (laughs) right so when we're talking about what your overall retirement goals are sometimes a little part-time job can be best it'll keep you healthy longer because you're getting up getting out and about having a routine and socializing with people has been proven to be quite healthy for you as well so Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong um we call this transitional retirement when you are retired technically, but you don't want to fully give it all up. <laughs> I call right. it the road program, retired <laughs> on active duty. <laughs> so you you definitely want to indulge in those work-life activities, but not let it completely take you over to where that's where all of your time is. For some of you out there, this is an awesome era. This digital era right now, you could do something from home. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome, or even remotely. So I know people who are working from home and they're happy and they're consulting with people. I've got a couple of physicians that retired. They jumped into the, you know, virtual healthcare realm because they, you know, don't get up and go to their respective jobs anymore, but they're dipping into that virtual healthcare bucket. And they're very happy because they're still helping people and, you know, maintaining their licenses and getting their field. And it's wonderful. They're very happy. Yeah. I know people who um, just, they like talking to people and meeting new people and they decided to do the uh take the uber or lyft route you know the great thing about that and opportunities like that with whether it's delivering food or people is that you set your own hours you work when you want to work and if hey, you want to go out and pick up a little extra money and you like meeting people well rock and roll uh, nothing That's wrong very with true. That. Yeah. I'm grateful for my people that bring the groceries because I do not have time to go to the grocery. And, you know, back at the first of the year, we talked about this, Dave. I was trying to save money on groceries. Mm-hmm. And by ordering only what is needed, planning out our meals and ordering only what we need. Yeah. I'm already seeing those savings in our house really? because I'm not tempted to buy all that extra crap that you just don't need. That's true. When you're in the store, you know, the impulse buying. I always see, I know who those people are shopping for other people in the store because they, they're looking for things and they're looking at their phone and looking back, trying to find out what, where is this thing they want? Um, so it's, it's probably some challenges to it sometimes. Well, look, let's get, uh, here's a chance to get in front of Christina, get, getting you ready for your retirement with the right strategy. This is a limited opportunity based on her schedule. Usually she opens up about 10 or 12 each week uh, to bring you in uh, for a consultation that's thorough and at no cost, no obligation. 
We do have that wide open. 800-832-1100 is how you're going to get a hold of us on the phone line. And folks, please be patient with us. I know sometimes that's showing busy. Give us a call back. Or if you'll just be patient and just wait on hold there, our staff will get right to you and get you scheduled. And I know that this is important to you. It's very important to me as well. And right this moment, actually, we are not taking on brand spanking new clients. So we're actually focusing even more. We're actually opening up the lines to 15 oh, slots to okay. be able to give this information out in the community. Right. I've never done this. No, day, you haven't. But the demand has been so high. Our seminars are having 30, 40, 50 plus people in attendance every single time. We know that you're starving for information and we want to give that to you. So for those of you that are a little hesitant to give us a call because you don't feel like it's necessary or an emergency, for some of you, it's a second opinion. We're here for you. 15 time slots open this upcoming week. I'm going to give you that time. I'm going to give you the information that you need. And again, we're not even taking on new clients. So you're coming in here to be told information, not sold something. And that's how it should be. Mm -hmm. That's always refreshing. Here's how you schedule 15 opportunities to sit down with a comprehensive review. 800-832-1100. You can text as well. It's the same number. And all you have to text is powerful. They'll know uh, what you're texting about. 800-832-1100. Coming up, we'll highlight some statistics about retirement. And some may surprise you. The good news is there's still time to get yourself on track with Christina and the On Track Retirement System. Stay with us. We're back. It is Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping Kepperling, who you can also catch on TV, ABC 36, twice Saturdays, 10 a.m. and Saturday nights at 7 p.m. Christina is CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. We were just talking about, you know, getting on track with your retirement. Christina can talk to you about customizing strategies for the on-track retirement system. And her book, speaking of on-track, is The Retirement Train. You get a copy of that when you meet with Christina. Many Americans spend their lives working hard, dreaming of the day that they can finally retire. Dreaming is fun. Dreaming is good. But it's more than dreaming. We need the um, the good strategies in place. Uh, Christina's got some statistics here, and, and some are good, some not so good. But we're just going to go through them. Let's go back a little bit to uh, earlier generations, or I, I should say younger generations, uh, millennials maybe. And I've noticed this in talking to a lot of millennials. They have a desire to retire early. And and sometimes that can be a surprise for them. They may start, when they start forming a family, Christina, realize, well, maybe it's not going to be quite as early as I thought. You see all these crazy things on the internet, which is how a lot of the millennials are actually driven. And, you know, <laughs> our generation, Dave, we just sit back and fold our arms and roll our eyes and laugh at them. It's, right, it's not right. what you think. Not yeah. everybody is a multimillionaire. You can't make all your money just hanging out and save it you know you see these headlines a millennial that saved enough to retire at age 29 yeah i see that not real i know they're not biggest crock of crap (laughs) ever okay so they're retiring they're going to be out of retirement i mean this is gonna be like a tom brady thing from year to year gosh it's (laughs) right it's just not gonna work out that way but another thing too that i'm gonna throw that reality card out there is that people are living longer than ever so if retirement right now if you're 65 years old and there's a chance you could live another 20 to 30 years how long are you going to live if you're significantly younger if you're in your 20s i know and you retire at 65 there's a chance you're going to be retired for maybe up to 40 years 
That's a big deal. Can you afford to retire for 40 years? 40 years. Most people can't afford to work for 40 years. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Wow. That is true. That's so true. And you know what? We're going to see that retirement period either that become longer and longer and longer, or we're going to work a little bit longer because, you know, the stats show, I mean, we're living longer. Well, I know people that have mortgages for 30, 40, 50 years. Okay, think about that for just a second. Let's say that you're in your 30s and you decide to buy that dream home. I mean, you decide to go all in. And let's say that you've had a starter home and had a little bit of equity in there and had a down payment. So this is pretty normal, right, for that stage of life. Mm -hmm. And I do talk about this in the retirement train. So let's say you're 35 years old. And let's just say that you mortgage it for 30 years, which is very common these days. And, mm-hmm. and you know, that's that's totally fine. I mean, it was almost unheard of 25 years ago to get a mortgage more than 10 to 15 years. So now 30 is the norm. 50 is becoming a new norm for those in their 20s and 30s. Well, you are literally 65 years old mm-hmm. by the time that that amortization schedule comes down to the bottom dollar. Right. All that money that you just dumped over the next 30 years, you could have been putting quite a bit of that in retirement. You're not going to get ahead where you think you are. Yeah. You know, when you put it in terms like that, it really does make you think, what if you buy a home at 60? Can you get a 30 year? I do believe you can. I don't think it's necessarily the life expectancy that they're looking at. They've got that house, right? But what they're really looking at is, you know, can they afford it for the rest of their life? Right. Um, I know. I've got some very good friends. They're both in their late 70s, and they are mortgaged until they die. I mean, there's no way. They they will not be able to pay it off. They just refinanced their house a couple of years ago for 30 years. I mean, so you're <laughs> there's no way they're going to live to see that house paid for. But <laughs> if either one of them passes away, they can definitely sell the home and pay it off and, you know, be able to have a little bit of extra to live on. You know, I was thinking I have one, one daughter, one child, and uh, I was thinking – uh, just to play a little joke on her, I may get a parrot because I understand they, they could live like 70 years or more possibly. Mm. Do you think That's she right. would like that if I got a parrot? <laughs> I mean, the parrot would outlive me cool. for sure. Uh, yeah, I do too. Um, you know, in looking at stats, um, this is from a TD Ameritrade study. This is good, actually. It looks like from this study, 81% of Americans are think are, are, are getting strategies together for a longer retirement. They are. I think that people are more aware because, of course, the pension plans are few and far between these days. Unless you're working for government of some sort, normally these private pension plans are gone. So it's up to you to start saving. And of course, the Secure Act 2.0 put in some saving mandate in there that you've really got to save. There's not really a choice. So... More people are aware of it. I, I completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 81% are shifting their assets in preparation for living longer. Heck yes, we are living longer. Right. We did have a small little blip on there with, you know, Rona and all that nonsense, but mm-hmm. it didn't really affect the mortality tables like they thought it would. No, no. I think we're we're kind of back on track with the, the longevity uh, trends and we're, we're just seeing that now this one's in the category of not so good because it looks like uh, this is also from a TD Ameritrade survey that many Americans are accessing their retirement funds early yes this is uh, you know shamey shamey don't do that mm. um, <laughs> right <laughs> I, I feel like this could end up being disastrous for your overall financial health and 
the longer you can hold on to not touching those retirement funds, the better off you're going to be, the more money you're going to have, obviously. But I know this statistic from TD Ameritrade, Dave, it's, I mean, of course, you and I have a couple notes on these stats because we have to make sure and get it right. But it says 44% of Americans ages 40 to 79 have taken money out of their retirement plan. Mm. Well, wow, 44. No joke. Of course they have, because most people are retired before 79. So, so I don't they, really like that statistic. Oh, you think it could be a little heavier, like 65 to 79, where they had the range of 40 to 79. I see what right. you're saying. Okay. Right. So I don't want to, I don't want to put a whole lot of weight on there, but I will tell you, I do see a lot of people that are in a habitual behavior that they can borrow against their 401k to be able to pay off debt or whatever else it may be, don't get yourself in it in the first place. Mm -hmm. And if you do borrow from your 401k to take care of debt, don't get in that debt again and then pay back that 401k, pay yourself back and get it over with. Don't do that and adjust your lifestyle. You've got this. I just had a conversation with some of my clients' children they're, I call them children, they're in their 30s. Uh-huh. And they're making really dumb decisions right now. My clients are actually going to have to bail them out, remove the funds from their legacy plan mm. to be able to take care of this. That's how bad this bailout is. And the number one thing that we've been talking about is how do you prevent this from happening again? Mm-hmm. Well, there are so many ways to make sure that you're on track with the way you spend Make sure that you're getting down to the dollar of how that is. And again, those 15 time slots this upcoming week, folks, 15, this is a big deal. But let's break that down for just a second. Let's say that the time slot is 30 minutes to an hour. That's only an hour and a half to three hours of my day. And anyone who knows me knows that I work 10 to 12 hours every single day. So this is why I, I am making the time. This is important to you. It's very important to me. Um, yeah, I know it is. I know it is to get in and working with your clients, you're very passionate about it and, and building an income, for instance, like social security, it's never, it never was meant to be the sole source. However, we do expect to get it. We've paid into it all of our lives and we know it's in trouble in 2035. What are your thoughts on social security? Well, that stat is wrong. It's 2034 because during uh, COVID, we had quite a few people that were not working, and so they didn't contribute as much into Social Security okay. and actually dropped that. It's the OASDI, which is the Old Age Survivors and Disability Insurance Trust Fund, which is what funds Social Security. Mm-hmm. And yes, that is due to be broke by 2034. However... As long as people are working and contributing to Social Security, there's always going to be something available. And a little bit of a fun stat here. Back in 1935, when President Roosevelt put this into action, Ida Mae Fuller was one of the first people to receive Social Security, and she lived to be over 100 years old. (laughs) Well, Ms. Fuller, in her reception of Social Security, was one person receiving for over 30 people that were contributing at right, that time. Right, right. And it was voluntary contribution. What is it now, like now, three to one? I'm sorry. Did it, was it's that... one to 2.3, yeah. So uh, 2.3 to one, not even three to one. From 30. That's a really big deal. Down mm-hmm. to that. Um, that's concerning. And I, I obviously, I know they're going to, we know they're going to have to do things to, to make it right, but we just... We don't know what they're going to do yet. That's the problem. Well, they're making some adjustments. Keep in mind this year, 1960, everybody remembers out there, you know, just raise your hand, you know, raise it in your mind here. 
do you remember when Social Security full retirement age was 65? That was the number for the longest yeah, time the longest since time. Social Security began mm-hmm. back in 1934. They haven't adjusted it since 1934 until just the last 10 years, and now it's 66 point whatever up to 67. 67 is the full retirement age yeah. if you are retiring right now. So this is a big deal. Um, I think that they're going to continue to adjust that a little bit because – I mean, I just, I really think they have to. People are living longer than ever. Uh, they That's are. That's what's wrong. Social security is an annuity, like a pension. Mm-hmm. And as the pool has less contribution to it, but more going out, they have to adjust the age of that, that distribution so that it can actually even out the contribution and make sure it's not going to go broke. I just hope if they adjust for retirement age that they'll do it in a phase with a phased approach like they did when it was raised unbelievably really only two years since Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Uh, but I hope they do it in a phased fashion and there's some grandfathering in there too. I say slightly selfishly, but no, but not selfishly. I think that would be a better way to do it. It can't be any sudden moves. Anyway, we'll have to see what they're going to do. We know this. You need strategies for your retirement. You can talk about the best ones for you when you meet with Christina. 15 opportunities at no cost, no obligation. That's right, folks. It is no cost and no obligation. You are coming in just to receive the information. For some of you, this is going to be your first conversation about retirement or the possibility of retirement. For others, this is going to be a second, maybe even a third opinion. I've got some folks that called into radio recently. And Dave, they told me that they have been to several advisors trying to get information. And none of these folks are talking about anything except how to manage their money and what the stock market could do. Mm. That's not a good idea. If you don't have someone in your court that's talking about Social Security, about your Medicare, Medicare supplement, about your will, your estate, taxes. Taxes are a number one concern for my retirees. And because for most of you, you saved pre-tax money like your 401ks. So taxes are a huge concern for my retirees. And I've come to see that other places are not talking about this. Hence why we're giving away more appointments. Again, not quite taking those on yet. Just like you pick a professional, we pick you. So we we drew that back for just a minute. And we're giving out our time and our energy to make sure that we're giving you the information that you need and that you deserve. So please, please don't hesitate. Give us a call at 800-832-1100. Be patient. We'll get you scheduled. I can't wait to see you. Again, it's 800-832-1100. Coming up, many Americans are slow to start saving for retirement. And if that's you, some suggestions to help kickstart your retirement saving. Your powerful legacy radio with Christina Ping Kepperling. I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins, our weekly get together. I look forward to it. I know Christina gives us every week something to think about with retirement strategies. Sometimes it's like, oh, you know, I never thought about that. that. That's what's great about meeting with Christina. In so many ways, it's knowing what you don't know or finding out what you don't know. And there's a lot to retirement strategies now and a lot of moving parts. Christina can talk to you about it. She's the CEO of powerful legacy insurance and financial services. Well, we're going to lay down some things kind of like Jeff Foxworthy does, you know, in his thing about if you do this, you might be a redneck, but we're not going to do the redneck thing. We're going to do um, the, you're, you may not be ready to retire yet thing. So <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorites is, I think it's like, uh, if you go to a family reunion to meet a date, 
<laughs> you might oh my right. gosh! <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah, that's his famous bit. <laughs> but no, we're not doing that. We're doing you're not ready for retirement. I'll start it out. Uh, if you're looking for a quick retirement fix, you may not be ready to retire yet. Well, if you're looking for a quick fix on anything, <clears throat> excuse me, you're probably not ready for it. That's yeah. just the way that that is. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I, I think that a quick fix is just a, it's a, it's a simple way to say that you're just not going to be ready. Mm-hmm. Instantaneous society, quick, quick, right here, right now. That's not the way that it's going to work. This is a very comprehensive, very holistic thing that you need to sit down, talk about, make sure that you're not going to have problems. And <laughs> Oh no, it's uh, it's something that I feel like too many people want that quick fix for everything, and it just doesn't exist. Yeah, well, right, right. No, you're right. Uh, sounds good, but it's like you mentioned earlier, all those things you get in your news feed about this 27 year old makes five hundred thousand dollars a week. <laughs> you know that kind of stuff. It's like that can't be true. Um, well, I have to tell you my favorite redneck joke. If you don't care, oh sure, not so please, fun. yeah. Okay, you know, obviously we know what my profession is, so mine has to be related. But if you think the <laughs> stock market has a fence around it, <laughs> you might be a redneck. I love that. I love his bit. <laughs> uh, I just heard a comedy bit from him just the other day about people, uh, you know, cleaning up after their pets. And it was really funny. Um, but we do that. You know, we do that. We say if aliens look at us and they see us walking our dogs and then cleaning up after them, uh, they would think that the, the dogs were running things. <laughs> It's true. And, you know, maybe they should. Run things. Maybe yeah. they should because they're so That's wonderful. The <laughs> Here's the next one. If you're spending without spending strategies, you might not be ready. Oh, yes. Yep. If you are frivolously spending, you don't have this down. You're talking about fancy cars, vacations, boats, whatever. I call it the keeping up with the Joneses syndrome here. Mm-hmm. And I know that for a lot of us, this is very, very tempting It's fun to have flashy new things. It's fun to, you know, swap in and get the latest and greatest. I think the one that we're all most guilty of is going to be the cell phone. Mm -hmm. The latest and greatest with the cell phone seems to be very, very popular these days. And I'm actually, I am not in that category. I hate changing my cell phone. Oh, me all too. the apps have to be redone and whatnot else. And yeah. I didn't want to change my cell phone when the iPhone still had the button. I had one of those original iPhones. Uh-huh. And I ended up dropping it in New York of all places. So I was out of town and oh, dropped gosh. my phone. It shattered uh, to pieces. It was cutting my fingers, just trying to even place a call. It was awful. And I didn't want to give up that button on the cell phone, but Darn it. The only phone that was available was the new one without the button. Right. I felt like that was so tragic. It's been a few years now. I don't like doing it either. Change it. I just don't like that upgrade. It's not an upgrade for me. Mm -mm. That's a, that's opening a can of worms to problems because I don't, I don't change things. I just don't like the change on my normal creature comforts. (laughs) (laughs) Me neither. Me neither. I'll hold on to the phone as long as I can. Um, Paying off debt. If that's not a priority, you may not be ready to retire yet. Paying off debt should be a priority no matter what you're doing, but major medical debt, credit card debt, auto loans, it can be very difficult to retire if you still have these. So you've got to get that taken care of. And if your goal is retiring and you want to be debt free, you may need to extend that age goal or number goal to be able to meet that. And that's okay. I hear 
all ends of the spectrum here. So I've got some folks that'll say, I'm retiring early. I've been here for 40 years in this factory and I'm done. Well, what if they started the factory when they're 18 years old and Mm -hmm. they're 58 now? So they've been there for 40 years. Mm. They can retire. There's this magic number in their head that, you know, I've worked for 40 years. Mm Dave, I know you and I both have worked longer than that because mm. we, yeah. we started working when we were early teens. You know, I was oh, babysitting oh, kids when I was 11 years old yeah. earning money to I buy school clothes. It's been 40-some you know? so, years for me. Oh, yes. And it's not Counting uncommon to work. Yeah. It's not uncommon now to work 50, 55 years plus, And that's okay. As a general rule, your retirement is going to be no more than 50% of what your working years were. If you retire, you know, just by the age timing with finances all adding up, that's kind of an odd statistic there. And I know that when people are sitting here calculating this out, they're going, oh, gosh, you know, I I work 40 years. I'm retiring for 20 years. Well, a lot of people did not start their actual career until their mid to late 20s. Right, right. Exactly. So you're in your mid to late 60s, another 20 years of retirement. That's pretty average right there. So mm-hmm. when you break it down that way, it seems a lot more understandable. Now, my 40-some years, keep in mind, I'm, I'm going back to when I would cut neighbors' grass. I would cut their yards, uh, cut the grass in their yards. So that's going If you back. cut grass and you find a car... You might be a redneck. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Or bump into the cinder that block that it's on. <laughs> right. You know, we, I mentioned at the beginning of the segment that you give us something to think about every week. Speaking of debt, you really got me thinking on the, the way to look at debt. There could be good debt with strategies like mortgages with that low rate. You were talking about that earlier. Yes, indeed. When we're talking about mortgages, low rates, when we're, when we're talking about overall financial strategies, we're not just going to be talking about just retirement. We need to talk about where you are now, where are you going, how are we going to get there, and what's the longevity of that overall strategy? How does it look? One of my clients' favorite things is that once they are retired, we have all the accounts in order, getting close to it, so we're, we're just within a few weeks of retirement. I give them a synopsis. It's just a one page. We call it the account snapshot. All of your accounts, even the ones that I'm not managing, because for several clients, I don't manage everything. Mm -hmm. That's the way that that is. And that's okay. We have powerful partners that take care of things as well. So there's a snapshot on there of where all those accounts are. How is that account looking? What is the role of that account? What is the distribution or decumulation strategy for that account? If it's not in my hands, of course, I can't give you that. But for the ones that are, we do. Then on the back of that sheet, it has your forward goals and strategies there. So is it going to be tax harvesting? Will legacy estate planning education strategies for your grandchildren? You know, what what is on your mind? Healthcare protection? What are we looking for? All those things are on there. What are we really looking for as far as goals? Keeping your eye on the goal is more important actually than what is in that account because if you don't have a goal for that you're not going to hit it Mm -hmm. that's very important and it's it's part of that overall strategy process with christina Uh, here in 15 15 history made today she's never opened up her schedule that wide here to make available these comprehensive reviews but 15 at no cost no obligation claim yours 800-832-1100 
800-832-1100. Next up, if you are living paycheck to paycheck, you may not be ready to retire because you, you're you may not be saving as much as you need to in the short rows to retirement. That's absolutely right. And if you are not saving properly, you're probably not living properly as far as your overall budget. And when we're talking about saving itself, are we talking about living paycheck to paycheck? Are we talking about having too much debt because you have to live paycheck to paycheck? Are you frivolously spending on things that you shouldn't be? I know a lot of people here, Dave, that... Yes, we're jumping into spring. Here in Kentucky, wow, we have had such a mild winter. It's mm-hmm. wonderful. And here we are knocking on spring's door. I'm already decorating a little bit for Easter. And I think about prematurely putting things out. What, what is that? Well, as far as flowers are concerned in Kentucky, if you put them out before the Derby, which is the first week of May, chances are you're going to hit a cold snap and it's going to kill them. Mm-hmm. So I think about that when you are retiring. Well, you go ahead and take that plunge, you jump the gun early, and then all of a sudden a cold snap hits you because you've got debt or you didn't save properly. That cycle is just not going to be exactly what you need. And sitting down talking to somebody about those habitual behaviors is going to be crucial for your retirement. It's not always a fun conversation. I've got a lady that came in and she told me, I just love to have new cars. And every time I get a new car, they add another $10,000 to my loan. Now I'm six times into it Mm. and I can't seem to break even. Well, you're not going to. You've got to keep the car. You've got to get it paid for. And you're on 72 months now. Whoa. Yeah. Get out of here. Um, And finally, we've got about a minute here, but we can't have this uh, segment without closing with this. If you're not building that reliable monthly income in your retirement, not like the retirement paycheck, then you you may not you're you're not ready. That's right. And like we were talking about earlier in the segment, Dave, pension plans are few and far between. So because they're so rare these days in comparison to the way it was 50 years ago. People are left to take care of the savings on their own. A lot of times a 401k or IRA is going to be the main source of your retirement income. For some of you out there who feel like your home is your primary wealth, and that's going to be what helps you in retirement. Remember, it's not liquid. You have to tap into that equity by reversing a mortgage, taking out a mortgage and having a payment or selling the home to be able to tap into that equity. So a lot of times you're not where you think you are. And it's sort of surprising how folks will come in, have a little bit of a visit and realize I don't have a reliable monthly income in retirement. Social security is not going to give me what I need. And also for some of you out there that are pulling from those 401ks, the taxes were never calculated. So you can use that 4% or even 5% rule. Let's call it 5% Mm -hmm. right now. You have a million dollars in retirement. You're pulling out 5%, which is $50,000 a year. And let's say that your Social Security is an additional 20000 a year. Well, because you're pulling 50000 a year income, that's going to affect the taxes on your Social Security as well. So you're, you're actually being taxed in more ways than what you realize, leading to a lot less income. Can you live on that? Furthermore, if your finances are subject to market volatility, let's say that that 50000 loses 50%. Can you live on 25000 What if your account goes from a million down to a half a million 
and continues to drain out. So you need to talk about your risk also with your professional. A lot of things to talk about. Taxes, insurance, long-term care, Medicare, Medicare supplement, Social Security. I mean, my goodness gracious. It is not a one-size-fits-most it's, oh gosh, it's a warehouse. <laughs> right. I mean, there's a lot definitely to go over. That's why, it, I mean, when it said no cost, no obligation, I, I don't know why you wouldn't schedule. I uh, sit down with Christina. Here's how you do it. 800-832-1100. 800-832-1100 or text POWERFUL. Same number. 800-832-1100. We'll close it out with Christina answering listener questions. Your powerful legacy radio continues. The conversation continues with Christina Ping Kefferling, the author of the book, The Retirement Train. Great book. We talk about it a lot on this show every week, but, um, and we have, uh, but she, you got a copy, you get your own copy of it when you meet with Christina. Christina's everywhere. We've got the podcast too, Your Powerful Legacy Radio podcast, and on TV, uh, Saturdays at 10 a.m., and, the, and Saturday nights also, it's twice Saturdays at 7 p.m., ABC 36. Speak of the podcast, wherever you download your podcast, but also at yourpowerfullegacy.com. Questions from listeners. Richmond tops it off, Christina. I'm about to turn 65, and I'm looking to work maybe one more year. Our combined income is approximately 140000 a year, and I have about a million in assets. What type of financial advisor should I be looking for? So this is a great question, and I do have a lot of people that are asking, what type of professional should I be seeking? The answer is actually going to be the type that is best for you. I know that that is extremely broad, but if you're talking about combined income at $140,000, you probably have really high Social Security because you're 65, so maybe one spouse earned more than the other. So there's no mention of Social Security here. You have a million dollars in assets. What are those assets? What if your home is 750,000 of that? So you have 250,000 in retirement savings. What if your home is 250,000 of that? You have 750,000 in retirement savings and it hasn't had the taxes paid on it yet. So what type of a professional should be should you be looking for? I want you to ask a few questions to a professional. First off, how and why is this what's best for me? How and why is this what's best for me? And I want you to Ask that simple question, where's the money? How do you get paid? If you have a professional that starts squirming in their seat, get up and walk away. That's not a good idea. Mm -hmm. They should be able to describe to you very clearly how all of these things are taking place. And last but not least, I want you to listen to your gut instinct. That's, That's something that's very important there. If something just doesn't feel right, it's not right. Listen to your gut instinct. I know I personally also listen to my gut instinct. I know it's never steered me wrong. Making sure that I'm doing what's best for other people. If I'm not what's best, I'll let you know. If I'm not what's best for you, I should let you know. And that's the way that all professionals should mm-hmm. be. Absolutely. Uh, great question. Uh, you're thinking about it. Certainly need to talk to a professional. Uh, keep in mind, Christina can talk to you. 800 832 with 15 openings on our schedule this week at no cost, no obligation. You can text as well. Powerful, same number, 800-832-1100. Uh, this one is from Lexington. I am 62, and I wanted to see if there was any value in investing in a Roth, given my age. Looks like they're planning to retire at 67. Yes, I think 
contributing to Roth is always a good idea. Make sure that you do have some income. There are some rules on how much you can contribute to Roth, of course. And what are you trying to accomplish? It sounds to me like you're looking for tax-free retirement. So I think Roth is always a good idea. And there's a five-year rule built within Roth and over 59 and a half. So you're going to fall within most of those rules. I think, yes, there is value in investing in Roth. Go for it. Go You've for it. You've got some contributions too. So yay. Lots mm-hmm. of good things. Excellent. Excellent. Hey, uh, great question. Again, Christina can go over Roth strategies and help determine with you are they good for you uh mount sterling wow this one blew me away uh i can't wait to get your take on this i received a letter in the mail this week from my 401k provider including their fee adjustments for 2023 they're now charging a a whopping this is what blew my mind 2.25 percent of my total assets every year the funds themselves take another 0.5 percent or more in most cases is this standard what fee would you consider to be normal that just seemed really high so actually, I'm going to call it what it really is. That's that's a new normal for a lot of places. Really? Um, these 401ks, 401ks are expensive. Mm. They're not cheap. And a lot of times I hear people all the time that they'll come in and tell me, well, I'm just going to leave my money in my 401k because it's free. No, it's not. That provider is pulling that fee on adjustment. And they don't even have to show you where it is. You're not going to find it on your statement. I mean, you can you can find it if you're really, really looking for it. We have access to that. We can see what those fees are with every different company, how that's working. And each plan has their own different type of fee that's built in there as well. Let's do a little bit of math here. On $1.5 million, let's do a two and a 2.25%. You're paying $33,750 a year in fees. Man, it always always sounds worse when you put the dollar amount on it. So you multiply that by 10. Mm. I mean, 33,000 over 10 years is over $350,000 in fees. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. Over 300,000. I know some people that haven't even saved 300,000 for their retirement period. Sure. So you're paying that in fees. This is how I want you to look at this. Um, If you are getting close to retirement, folks think about it that you have a big bucket and you've put all your retirement savings in that bucket when you begin your retirement decumulation you poke a hole in the bottom of that bucket right that's Mm -hmm. your stream of income coming out of your savings Mm -hmm. well also you want a spigot that's at the top continuing to put interest in there so that bucket doesn't run dry real quick Mm -hmm. and then you want to avoid having other holes in the bottom of your bucket like volatility of the market you want to avoid heavy fees that's going to be another hole in your bucket Taxes are a hole in the bottom of your bucket. Healthcare, all of those things that are coming out, we need to eliminate the hole in the bucket for fees. There is a least less expensive way or least expensive way mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. manage that. So let's talk about it. That's a great visual that you just gave of the bucket. As I think about that one hole, but the water from the spigots, uh, spigots flowing in enough to keep it still full. But you start poking those other holes in it. Yeah, they could be fees, as you said. It could be volatility. Uh, that's a lot of that's identified when you meet with Christina. How, do you have too many holes in the bucket? We need to patch those. 800-832-1100. Text powerful. 800-832-1100. From Pikeville, what happens to my annuity after I die? Oh, that's a really good question. So first off, it depends on what kind of annuity that it is and the owner annuitant, however it is, the beneficiaries at inception, the beneficiaries can be changed prior to death, 
but there are several different types of payouts. So some, the payment actually ends at the death of the annuitant, but for others, it'll continue to a spouse or a beneficiary or even a lump sum to a beneficiary. I think taking a look at it and understanding how it flows on the lifetime with period certain. So let's, I'm going to give you an annuity payout that's very common. I've got a lot of federal workers that elect this. So it's lifetime with period certain. So it is for your lifetime. Mm -hmm. That's what that means. But period certain for 10 years, for example, means if you die before that 10 years is over, the remaining money up until that 10th year that was coming out will continue to go to your beneficiary, regardless of who that is. Now, lifetime only, single lifetime only, is only for your lifetime. So if you die in a couple years after you've just started annuitizing, that means the rest of it is gone. That's very common in pension plans. That's not normally with annuities or hardly ever with annuities that you own. I don't. I actually don't even know of any that do that. So when we're talking about annuitization and then passing on to beneficiaries, one of my favorite things about an annuity is that generally it'll avoid probate. That's not anybody's information, how much you have in assets. Mm-hmm. Let's avoid probate court and let's keep that information private and between your family. And also it can go on to your spouse and your children. Now, if this is a qualified annuity, let's just say that this is an IRA and it's inside of an annuity, which means you have wonderful options available, very inexpensive. I mean, this is a a huge choice for a lot of people because it's like having a personal pension. Well, let's just say that you pass away and your spouse is already gone, so you can't leave it to your spouse and you leave that IRA money to your children. The Secure Act 2020 changed it to where they must disperse those funds into a non-qualified account, pay the taxes on it within 10 years. Mm -hmm. Is it best to pull that out in a lump sum and pay all the taxes at once or over a 10 year period of time or somewhere in between? That's where you need a professional to help you mitigate that tax risk. Yeah, that's true because it's different for everyone. And Christina can talk to you about that. Uh, This is kind of a similar question. We've got uh, a minute to get in this one from Danville. I am 60. I'm single. I'm receiving a pension. I plan to remarry in a year. Will my new wife receive my pension in the event of my death? Okay, so maybe. I can't answer this a yes or a no. It's going to depend on the pension. Some pensions do not let you declare a spousal beneficiary once you have started receiving the pension. For some out there, if you did not have a beneficiary listed, then they will let you list a beneficiary if you do marry and it's your spouse that you're listing as the beneficiary ex post facto or after you have started receiving. So it depends on the pension plan. You've got to call and talk to your administrator. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Mm Okay. Okay. Uh, Thanks so much to the listeners sending in questions. Thanks so much to you for listening. Christina wants to thank you by opening up her schedule and offering a sit down with her in a comprehensive review, 15 opportunities at no cost, no obligation. That's right, folks. We did open up 15 time slots for this next week. We are serious about getting this information out to you. And for those of you that are trying to get into our public events, we are so sorry that they have been full. We actually had to close registration on the last three events, our event last week, we had to shut the door and turn people away wow. because we were over room capacity. This is a big deal. That's good. And, and a couple of people were late too. Once we get started, and I know it makes people mad, but being late is just rude toward all the other people that were listening. And we mm-hmm. were already five minutes in, you know, they were taking notes. We only get an hour. So we want to make sure that we've 
we're giving everything to you, maximizing this time together. So please be patient with us. We want to make sure and get this time to you. I am giving these extra time slots this week like I've never done before because I know it's important to you. So give us a call, 800-832-1100. Let's get you scheduled to come in for that complimentary, no obligation consultation. I was just, I just pulled up your website, uh, powerful leg- yourpowerfullegacy.com. Your, I always forget to put that your, yourpowerfullegacy.com. If you click events, you can keep up with the upcoming workshops. And it looks like you have one. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, I, March 11th looks like it's going to be the next. Is that right? Social Security and Income Planning Workshop at St. Matthew's Branch Library in Louisville? So it is. That's the one in Louisville. The others, um, we have one actually this Thursday in uh, it's coming up and it's already booked. And What's I'm sorry for those of you. Let's see. That's the following Thursday. I'm sorry. So mid-March, we're already booked up. Okay. So we had to remove it from the site. I apologize. We're, oh, okay. we're you several, are. several weeks in advance. Um, and I hate to date things for some of you that are listening to this on podcast and you've missed the opportunity. I had someone that listened to a podcast that was done back at Christmas and they're like, I couldn't get into your New Year's workshops because they were full. Mm-hmm. I am so sorry, but you you can get me for free right now for no cost. Well, that's a, that's the no important obligation. thing. Yeah. And, and, and look, yes. that's a one-on-one. So we're talking about it you, uh, 800-832-1100 call or text powerful 800-832-1100. Thanks so much uh, again for joining us. We're back next week. Same time for your powerful legacy radio. advisory services offered through powerful legacy insurance and financial services christina ping and her guests provide general information not individually targeted personalized advice and are not liable for the usage of information discussed exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles this information should also not be considered tax or legal advice individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax legal accounting or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation past performance is not a guarantee of future results Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. By contacting Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.